Welcome to the Strength in Business podcast, which is all about maximizing your impact by implementing a powerful marketing system that will help you perform at your highest level. And now, here is your host, Chris Rock. Welcome to a new marketing session at Strength in Business. My name is Chris Rock, and today I'm going to talk to you about funnels, that is, about marketing funnels. We'll have a closer look at the reasons why some marketing funnels perform extremely well while others fail. And I'm also going to share with you two best practices. One of them is from Amazon. So I'm going to share with you an Amazon sales that is purchase funnel or sales funnel. And I'm also going to share with you an iTunes funnel. But before I do that, I'll answer one of your questions first. And today's question comes from Silvana. Silvana is a university student from Ukraine, and she reached out to me with the following question. Hello, Chris. I'm writing to you on behalf of a small student, small group of students from Ukraine. We noticed you answered a lot of questions about Facebook, and therefore we decided to contact you and ask you something about Facebook marketing. We have a separate Facebook page for students where we talk about events such as sports events, parties, ISEC, and similar gatherings. So far, we have only posted about the upcoming events, but we have never run ads. We're on a budget, you know, we're students, but we'd like to run Facebook ads to reach more people, more students. We want more students to come to our events. What should we do? What do you recommend? Many greetings from Ukraine, Silvana and the group. Well, first of all, welcome to the show, Silvana, or should I say Silvana and the group of marketing students from Ukraine. Thank you for listening to my podcast and for reaching out to me. And first off, congratulations for doing Facebook marketing and engaging Uh, into all those amazing student activities. Um, I started marketing myself and I love the time I spent at the uni. So absolutely, guys, make the most out of it. Now back to your question. So um, I'll try to put these things into a context first before I can give you some content. So um, I assume you have a separate Facebook page that is separate from the main uni page on Facebook, okay? And then I also suppose that you post articles or event notifications from the uni websites along with, say, quotes or images that you upload, maybe some video. I hope you guys do video. If not, start doing some videos. You don't have to shoot for an hour. Just do some short clips because they get a ton of reach and also they're great for engagement. And I mean, your students, people love to engage, students love to engage, so definitely do some videos. Now, um, let's say you're doing a great job in terms of uh, Facebook organic. And now you want to take the whole Facebook game to the next level by adding some advertising to the mix. However, you have a limited budget. Nothing new for students, right? I've been there, so I know that. So here's what I suggest you guys do, and I'll try to keep it simple, yet also effective, as I don't know how familiar you are with Facebook ads. 
So the first thing that you'll need to do is install the pixel. So grab the Facebook pixel and install it on the uni website if allowed, because I know this is a huge problem for a lot of corporations and also universities banks of course so see if if that's okay with um the legal department but it would be great to start tracking uh, people who go to your website because you want to target these students um and so forth the second one uh do you guys have an engaged fan base because if you have an engaged fan base well that's excellent again you could target your fans and that's a great option Another one, do you have attendee, say events attendee lists? Because if you have those lists, you can upload them to Facebook, build a so-called custom audience, and also target these people. Now, the next thing that you can do, you could build lookalike audiences. And uh, Facebook allows you to build lookalike audiences based on your fan base. You can build them based on the custom audience that you built. So that again gives you some options, especially if you don't have a lot of people going to, let's say, certain events pages, but that's not often the case when it comes to universities. Now, uh, that would be my first take in, in terms of targeting. Of course, you could drill down and layer in some interests. Um, of course, you can do that, but if you have these nailed, um, it's, it's, it's pretty good to, to start with. Now, in terms of creative, if you have somebody in the group who is familiar with Photoshop and most of the time, <laughs> one of the students is pretty good at it. Um, you can start creating some, um, some nice images in, um, Photoshop. If not, and again, I know buying photos and this and that costs again money. You could use stock images because uh, Facebook provides you with free stock images. And what you can do, so let's say if you have a Photoshop image and a stock image photo, um, let them compete against each other, can test both uh, creatives. And then, of course, you, you'd have to test different copies, so copywriting and also the call to action. And I suggest you guys start with a short copy first. Use questions because uh, that also requires, entices engagement and a tweak as you go. And again, because you, you said budget, I mean, start with $5 a day. Okay, start with $5 a day, maybe advertise from Monday to Friday or close to the event. It's if, if that's the maximum that you could afford, that's perfectly fine. You can still tweak. And my last advice, of course, is test, 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 because um, that's the most uh, important piece in the puzzle. Now, if you want to learn more about Facebook ads, I suggest you go to my website at strengthenbusiness.com slash blog. So this is where I have all my blog posts. And then you type in the search box Facebook and um, it pop up around 20 to 30 articles because I've written so many articles about Facebook advertising. Um, I focus more on Facebook advertising than on the organic side. I've, I've written about targeting, about placement, budgeting, so you can check those out. Of course, they're all for free. Now, furthermore, if you, your entire group, wants to take your Facebook advertising skills to the next level, I suggest you check out the um, social 
Social Advertising Academy at strengthinbusiness.com slash academy. This is my exclusive membership where I teach small business owners, social marketers, and marketing students how to run profitable Facebook advertising. That is how to run ads that get sales and leads because I'm honestly not interested in clicks and number of fans and all that kind of stuff. It's all about, in your case, getting students to attend your event. So that's the um, end result that um, you have in mind. Um, but first, uh, make sure you go through the articles that I've written because I'm sure they will help you uh, get started and more importantly, get started the right way because that is so important. Now, um, I could give you a ton of uh, Facebook advertising information and uh, how to embed different ninja strategies, but um, yeah, I try to keep it um, as simple as possible, yet uh, give you actionable tips that you can implement right away so that you get results with your ads. Because honestly, you and your entire group, you don't need to join the community of those who have no clue what they're doing with Facebook ads. And unfortunately, it's a lot of people and a lot of brands, even corporations who have a lot of money, but have no clue what they're doing. Now, um, Silvana, I hope very much this helps. Once again, thanks for reaching out to me, uh, wishing you and your classmates, your entire group, loads of success at the upcoming exams. Thanks for listening to my show and loads of greetings to Ukraine. What about you? Do you have a burning marketing question? Hit me up on Twitter at Chris Rock and send it to me. Use hashtag AskChris. Your question might as well be the next one I'm answering in the upcoming podcast episode. If you're looking for further marketing information and resources, visit my blog at strengthandbusiness.com. Now back to our main topic, I told you I'm going to speak about marketing funnels. And just to point this out, this is the podcast. So the audio version of my blog post that I've written about marketing funnels and the title is how to guide consumers through your marketing funnel. Now, if you like to, to uh, listen to audios, this is the perfect format for you. On the other hand, if you also like to have a written format and to go through certain resources, make sure you go to my blog at strengthenbusiness.com slash blog, and you look for this particular blog post, then you'll be able to have everything in written format as well. This being said, so let's get started marketing funnels, sales funnels, website conversion funnels. If you put these words into the search box in Google, you'll find numerous blog posts, infographics, videos, software programs, and of course, all kinds of free reports and downloadable PDFs outlaying the importance of having funnels, AKA optimized funnels in your business. And as always, you'll find a bunch of articles talking about the death of funnels. Nothing new, right? Same happens with email marketing. Now, let's start from scratch, okay? So what exactly is a funnel? And the most common definition goes like this, and I'll use um, the funnel definition from Wikipedia. A funnel is a tube or pipe that is wide at the top and narrow at the bottom, used for guiding liquid or powder into a small opening, okay? So, how does this funnel work in real life? 
Say you're in the kitchen and you're using a wide mouth funnel to put the remaining tomato juice, okay, into three little bottles of tomato juices. And you use that funnel and you basically force the entire tomato juice through the small hole and you put it in those smaller bottles. Now the end result is 100% of your initial tomato juice is sealed in three, say for example, three or four smaller bottles. No waste whatsoever. Now, what happens in marketing or sales? What happens when you put your prospects, your leads and or customers through your funnel? Do all of them who enter the funnel at the top come out at the bottom? The same as uh, we had that with the tomato juice. Well, that would be magical. Unfortunately, we both know that's not the case. So where do all these people go? How come they leave your funnel? And here's the bitter truth. The marketing funnel that you have, the sales funnel that you have has holes. And only the folks, only the people, the businesses who qualify, make it to the next level. Everybody else leaves the party. They basically leave sideways. Now, here's another example, something quite common. Let's say the freebie to $97 product marketing funnel. And I'm sure most of you are familiar with the following. Offer a valuable and relevant freebie to people who visit your website. Don't let them leave empty-handed. And by now, it's pretty difficult to find a website that hasn't incorporated this strategy into their online marketing approach. So you visit a website and uh, the exchange is pretty simple. You receive something of value, hopefully, and in return, you give away your email address and of course the permission so that that particular person or business can email you going forward to inform you about certain uh, topics, uh, to send you articles, and of course also offers. Now, once this person, AKA business, has your email address, okay, so you entered at the top of the marketing funnel, they will most likely put you through an autoresponder or follow-up sequence, making sure that you get the right information. And the goal here is to build a long-term relationship based on trust and mutual respect. So far, so good. And then somewhere along the line, okay, after you've received several emails, you will receive an offer. It's a highly relevant product that tackles your problems and promises to relieve your pain. Say for $97, you get XYZ and you no longer have to stay awake at night, staring at the ceiling, wondering when Captain Cook is coming to save you. Nice offer, right? Say some of your prospects, some of your leads uh, will purchase that product, but others will not. So what happens with those who do not purchase your uh, product? Did your marketing funnel fail? Nope, here's my short answer to that. No, your marketing funnel didn't fail if you manage, okay? If you manage to put these very same people back into another funnel. And I'm talking here about a different marketing funnel with a different offer, okay? So they're not interested in your $97 product? No problem. Do your best to downsell them to a $47 product and thus move them into a different marketing funnel. If, on the other hand, 
they want to buy more from you, upsell them from $97 to say $297 and put them into another marketing funnel. Okay, you see, down sales, up sales, and cross sales use these triggers because they are very, very powerful. And if you use them, you'll be able to move people from different sales and marketing funnels. Now, let's take our funnel and combine it with the so called AIDA, that's Awareness, Interest, Desire, Action marketing model to complete the journey of an ice cold prospect into turning um, turning into a paying customer. So let's have a short recap. A, awareness. This is where person XYZ has to become aware of you and the products and services that you offer. Of course, this also implies that he or she is aware of his own problems in the very first place. The second piece in the puzzle is interest. So the funnel gets smaller because... Well, not everybody will be interested in what it is that you provide. And those who are not interested will leave your funnel through the side. Remember the holes that I was talking about. So the next piece in the puzzle is D for desire. If you have a good copywriter on board, this is her or his play film. Okay. This is where you can entice that copy and actually make people desire what it is that you have. Um, want it even more. And ACE, the last A stands for action. Okay, so it's time to sign up for the freebie or purchase the product that you're offering. Now, obviously, you can split this model into several segments and mix the elements as you choose, but I'm not going into that because we don't need to overcomplicate the entire process at this very stage. So the next question that comes to mind is, well, excellent. How can we trigger, AKA facilitate awareness, interest, desire, and action? How can we actually um, put these pieces into our marketing funnel and also entice people to move them from the top to the middle and down to the bottom? Now, at the top of the funnel, we will have awareness. And here are some of the online marketing weapons that you can deploy to facilitate awareness. Blogging, social media, both organic and paid, podcasting, video marketing, SEO, images, infographics, slideshows, ebooks, pay-per-click. All these are excellent marketing vehicles that you can deploy to make your products and services, to make your brand, to make people aware of what it is that you offer. The next piece in the puzzle, to get the most out of the interest and desire levels of your funnel, you should consider hiring a copywriter, and I already said that. And not just some copywriter, a good copywriter. Because crafting click-worthy headlines and creating compelling content is crucial. And the very same applies to nurturing your leads into a well-thought-out autoresponder. Again, a copywriter can do a lot to help you there. Furthermore, you can also deploy webinars and resources such as checklists and swipe file. Uh, and of course, surveys and quizzes to boost desire. So that are these are also great vehicles that you can use right there. And now, of course, the last piece in the puzzle, action. And this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where some will take you up on the offer while others will not. 
And congratulations for those who took action, okay, and those who purchased your products. And for those who didn't, find new ways to appeal to them. I mean, be creative and do whatever it takes to put them back into the loop. And I already mentioned, you can do that with down sales. You can do that with up sales. You can do that with um, cross sales, for example, affiliate products that are, that are priced um, at the very same um, level. So be creative. Next, I'd like to share with you two funnel examples that work. And the first one comes from Amazon. It's basically the Amazon purchase funnel. So a prospect goes to Amazon and searches, for example, for your book title. Okay. This is implies that you did an excellent awareness, interest, and desire job. Okay. So now the person is aware of you, desires, is interested in your book and desires that book. So he, she goes to Amazon and searches for your book title. The prospect finds and views the book decides whether to purchase the hardcover or the Kindle version, or maybe both, okay? Prospect hits the add to cart button, prospect buys and thus immediately transforms into customers, okay? You'd say simple marketing funnel or simple sales funnel. This is how the Amazon purchase funnel basically works. Second one, the iTunes subscription funnel. So prospect, here's an example. Prospect sees a tweet about your latest podcast episode. The title catches his attention and he clicks on the link. He's then taken to the iTunes store. Prospect takes a quick listen to see, or rather to hear, whether the format and the content is appealing to him. Prospect loves the story, subscribes, and adds your podcast show to his favorite playlist. You have a new fan. Okay, so that's how the iTunes subscription model works. And now after revealing to you the Amazon purchase funnel and the iTunes subscription funnel, I'd like to talk a bit about the funnel, the power of the funnel matrix. Because here's the thing, your sales and marketing funnels shouldn't be set in stone. You have to be willing to tweak and improve your entire matrix as you go. That is, you have to be willing to swap between elements. What do I mean by that? Swap between triggers, between components, contents in your autoresponder series. Also be willing to swap between down sales, cross sales, and up sales. Keep what's working and get rid of those parts, those elements that aren't working. Because here's the thing, there is no one perfect marketing funnel. There is no one perfect sales or purchase funnel. There is no one perfect website conversion funnel. Amazon is always testing and improving their sales funnel. They have heat maps, crawl maps. They're looking at how people move across the website, what they click, what they don't click. Apple, of course, iTunes is always looking for new ways to ensure seamless experience across iOS devices. I mean, there is no one size fits all model and there is no one size fits all marketing funnel. And that's exactly why you need to be willing to test and experiment. And here's a final tip for you. One thing that will work for sure, and that is integration. Therefore, you'll be well advised to focus on integrated marketing funnels. Don't let them stay like silos, okay? Use these triggers that I mentioned so many times, 
down sales, up sales, to move people from one funnel in the next one and integrate these funnels so that you basically have a matrix, a bouquet of funnels and different levels. Now over to you. What's your best performing marketing funnel? What are the key success ingredients of it? Send me a tweet at Chris Rock. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Now, I'd like to end this session, as always, with a quote. And today's quote comes from Chris Knipper. He is the CEO and inbound marketing strategist at Kuno Creative. And here's what he says. It's important to decide on what types of leads you want at the middle and bottom of your sales funnel. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your loyalty. I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Happy marketing. And remember to always play to your strengths. Thank you for listening to the Strength in Business podcast. Submit your questions on strengthinbusiness.com and follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Rock. That's K-R-I-S-Z-R-O-K-K. 